If you listened to yesterday's Advent episode, you know I gave a little exercise to do during meditation with your tarot cards. I did the exercise today, and my tarot card was the Ten of Cups. Now, I'm not great at visualization. I'm much stronger in the realm of auditory things. So I decided to use my card as a mantra to bring me back to center when my mind inevitably started to think about other things, when my brain wanted to think about an email or the next thing I had to do today or even a random memory from like 10 years ago. I just said 10 of cups in my mind. I sank into the feeling of the card, which is joy, bliss, and harmony. And if you get a tarot card with unpreferred meanings, you should still sink into them and explore them. We need to explore the shadow just as much as we explore light. And just because I got a light card today doesn't mean I won't get a shadow card tomorrow. So that was my experience with the tarot card meditation today. Before I knew it, my time was up. I thanked the essence of the Ten of Cups and I went about my day. Today, we're going to hear a passage from Epictetus that is actually sort of uplifting instead of chastising, which is a change for him. Epictetus says, Don't let thoughts like the following disturb you. I am going to live a life of no distinction, a nobody in complete obscurity. Is lack of distinction bad? Because if it is, other people cannot be the cause of it any more than they can be the cause of another's disgrace. Is it solely at your discretion that you are elevated to office or invited to a party? No. So it cannot be a dishonor if you are not. And how can you be a nobody in obscurity when you only have to be somebody in the areas you can control? The areas, that is, where you have the ability to shine. I chose this quote because we're in the day and age of the influencer. More and more people are craving recognition, validation, and even fame than ever. I think I heard, you know, a polar statistic one time where it was saying that people like kids in school, they don't want, they're not picking jobs like, you know, firefighter or, uh, you know, doctor, lawyer, podcaster, whatever. They're not picking things like that. They're picking, I mean, I don't even know, we wouldn't have picked podcasts when we were kids. I don't know why I said that, (laughs) but you know what I mean? They're not picking traditional sort of jobs anymore. They're saying, I want to be YouTube famous. I want to be an influencer. I want, I want to be an MLM, (laughs) but being famous isn't just for movie stars anymore. That's what I'm trying to get at. It feels more accessible because of how big of a presence the internet has. We have platforms that literally count engagement down to the minute. We know who is looking at us and for how long. We know how popular we are with certain people and exactly what time of day we're popular with them. It's kind of wild and eerie when you break it down like that. This type of micromanaging of fame and exposure leads us to a dark place, a place where we don't feel valid, wanted, or important because we always want more, right? You get a post that finally gets 100 likes and then you're like, oh my gosh, I want more. I want to get this again because then when you don't get it again, you start doubting yourself and saying, well, why wasn't this as good? I'm not as good anymore. I'm falling into obscurity. A lot of people look at those numbers and metrics as their importance as a human being, which I think is extremely dangerous thinking. I love this quote from Epictetus because he sort of flips the script on fame or being renowned and says, is lack of distinction bad? He asks us that question. Is lack of distinction bad? Now let's update his language a little bit to match today's world. Is it solely at your discretion if you don't have thousands of Instagram followers or that you can't get the algorithm to pick up your posts? No. 
So then it's not a reflection of your worth if you don't have those things. A lot of the time we're trying really hard to stand out in an area that we're actually not meant to. We're following the crowd and trying to get noticed and it's not doing anything for our souls and development of self because a lot of times we're, we see someone who has what we want, especially on the internet, and then we think, I'm going to do that too and then I can have what they have. When in reality, the things that someone else has and the way that they got it, they got it in their way. We can't use somebody else's means to get what's meant for us. My favorite part of this passage is the end where he says that how can we be nobodies when we're only meant to be somebodies in the area of our lives that we can control? The areas we were born to and meant to and destined to shine. We should be focusing our efforts into what's in our hearts and what makes us feel good and actually seen and understood. Not some magic formula you read from a blog on when to post your content to maximize your engagement. The things that are meant for you will find you. No algorithm can control that. Have faith in yourself, follow your heart, and be who you truly are, not who you think will get the most likes and reshares. That's when the real magic happens and when people start actually noticing, when you really start to embody your true self. That's another day down. Meet me back here tomorrow for some more stoic goodness. Until then, later days. 